Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. My guest today is Laura Tolhack, and we are uncovering how she has been able to build her HR agency from a very simple startup with one client to a full-service agency with a team behind her in three years. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Laura is a certified human resources leader and the proprietor of Essential HR. Laura knows that when a business faces HR problems, there is no room for ambiguity only positive results. For the last 15 years, she has blended sound HR practices with her pragmatic approach to improve business performance. Now, Laura leads a team of HR professionals as they navigate complex HR situations with managers, help guide decisions, and instill confidence with actionable steps. In her spare time, Laura enjoys the company of her husband and two children. The kids continue to help her hone her leadership skills of negotiation and compromise. And after a decade, her husband is starting to warm up to the performance reviews. Today's conversation is a really important one. Some of you have built your business really quickly. And for some of you, it's taken a lot longer to go from being a solopreneur to having a team or an agency style model where you are not the only person who is delivering the services. Listen as I interview Laura as she takes you through her business journey from making that decision to leave her job to now, three small years later, running this agency and helping companies across the country. It's a phenomenal story and it's been an absolute honor to be along this journey with Laura. She is one of the poster children for the programs that we run at The Road to Seven. She started in Power Up and then she moved into Momentum and she's now one of our leverage women who are absolutely killing it in their business. This is a conversation you don't want to miss. I hope you enjoy. If you have a team of people, or you are looking to hire a team, or you have a team but it's not going smoothly, or you have a team and you're trying to manage them through COVID, or you have a team and someone wants to leave, then you need to know Laura Tolheck. My guest today, Laura, is a phenomenal business owner, and she is the brains and founder of the company Essential HR. She has experienced exponential growth, and to be able to share her journey is an absolute 
honor. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. I know how busy you are, and I know everybody needs everything from you yesterday. So thank you for taking the time out to join us today. Well, you took my word because it's an honor to speak with you as well. Oh, thank you. Laura, tell us a little bit about just put this whole thing in context. We're talking about a a three-year growth plan Mm -hmm. that's gone from zero to hero. Tell us how Essential HR came to be a thing and then just walk us through the journey of business growth that you've experienced. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a family that owned a small business. So I understand the tenacity and I see the resilience that it takes small business owners to really get through because man alive is it can be a tough go at times. And in our family, the business is um, older than I am. So I've seen a lot of different aspects of that business growth. And I went to school for HR and then I went from university and college into corporate. So I was working for these giant companies in restaurant, food service, hospitality, and really learning the ins and outs of that quick service, high impact HR type of role. And while I was working for a great organization, I was on my second mat leave and I wanted a part-time job. It was time for me to balance my career with my family. I had some other priorities that I wanted in my life. And I was looking at it and I said, okay, so I asked for a part-time role within the company I was working for. And they said, nope, no way. Okay. If you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to go find it. And I looked at a few different opportunities in in corporate part-time. And then I thought, you know what? I constantly have friends and family asking me, Laura, what do I do about this? And Laura, how do I manage this situation? And Laura, we have this guy on WSIB. What do I do about it? So I thought, as much as I love working for these big organizations and these grand HR departments, there's a lot of small business owners, under 50 people who don't need a full-time HR person on their payroll, but they certainly could use the support of somebody to help them through those tough situations to just give them a clear answer rather than having to Google it or or look it up or lose sleep at night trying to figure out what the answer is. So I thought, I'm going to start a company where I help small business owners as an outsourced HR or their HR business partner, but just on a much smaller scale. So they have somebody to turn to when they really need the help. So the whole intention was to start this part, to have a part-time gig for myself. And what I quickly realized was that there was a lot of people who really wanted our support. And so I thought we have two options because now I'm no longer working part-time. Now I'm working more than my full-time job, which was never the intention. And so we decided we either we either raise our prices and keep our clients small or we start building a team. So within one year, we started building that team. So I would love to interject here because Sheila, you were a huge part of our growth journey. And mm. I was able to be at one of your Power Up Live sessions. And at that point was really the tipping point of where I was trying to decide, do we stay do we stay small with a smaller clientele or do we grow? And at that point, I was able to join your momentum group and grow that business for that next year. So we have a very specific type of individual that we look to hire. I truly believe that if somebody in the HR field is passionate and really loves what they do, they can find an HR job that's nine to five. What we can't often find is something in that field that is remote or flexible or on a part-time basis. So I thought if I wanted that, there's got to be other individuals who are passionate about what they do. They're HR rock stars, like I like to say. 
but they're not looking for that full time anymore. So we specifically look for people who are looking for part time work or flexible work because they have other interests, whether that be rescuing animals or family or because they have another side job that is also part of their passion. So we started building our team with what we call passionate individuals in a flexible workspace. Yeah, I love that. But you know what else is interesting about that is the people who you serve, the companies and businesses that you serve also need HR, not in a full-time capacity. There's got to be a certain revenue threshold that a company has in order to be able to sustain its own HR department in-house. And I think the fact that your company is using that flexible hours model in terms of its employees and providing opportunity for people who are not looking for the nine to five, I think that's also one of the gaps that your company is filling for other companies. Yeah, there's a threshold of revenue, but there's also a threshold of employees. If you might have a great revenue, but if you only have 10 people, you probably don't have the need for somebody to be 40 hours a week doing HR work. But you do need that person to bounce those ideas off of and to really make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, that you're protecting your business from unneeded risk and unneeded emotional trauma. Yeah, often, I don't know if it's the hardest, but I think the human side of your team and of your business can sometimes be the hardest to manage. Mm -hmm. You know, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with emotions, you're dealing with different circumstances. And a lot of us haven't created that self-identity of being a leader who knows how to delegate well, who knows how to, you know, have difficult conversations Mm -hmm. if things aren't being delivered on time. How do you sort of support small businesses in those capacities? So we like to say like we're in your pocket, we're on your speed dial and we have clients and I love our clients because we really align our practices with our clients. If somebody isn't of the same mind frame or if they don't, if they're not looking to build their business and really scale their HR, they're not in alignment with us and we're not going to bring them on as a client if we're, if we're constantly at odds. But our clients are fantastic. And oftentimes I'll have phone calls that, you know, I, I pick it up at seven o'clock at my phone up at seven o'clock at night and I have a client, Laura, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say but I just need you to tell me, is this the right way we're supposed to go? Or am I a little off track? And I'm like, you know what, you you got this one. But sometimes we just need that support system to know, yes, we can do this. No, we can't do that. Or well, we can, but this is what it opens us up to in terms of liability. And those are questions that are often, you know, it goes past the four-year university degree. It goes into reading the nuances of legal cases and of what's going on in the industry for contract law and offer letters and employment law and human rights and all of those fun things that us as HR people, we geek out on. But really, the average business owner, that's that's not their forte. You didn't open your business to be the human rights expert. Yeah, But if you can have somebody in your back pocket who can say, yep, you're on the right track or, hey, let's tweak it this way, you know, it, it makes you have more confidence and just knows that you're doing the right thing. Well, it actually is essential. That's the <laughs> essential HR. So take us back to that moment where you left your corporate gig, yeah. full paycheck, full benefits, nine to five job security. And you're like, no, I'm going out on my own. I'm going to be part time. How did you shift to getting that first client? How did you get that first revenue in your door? 
I love talking about this story because I think we have these hopes and dreams and then we have the reality. And so I started up in April, May and started getting the website, getting, figuring out what it was that we did and who we wanted to serve. And slowly I had friends and family saying, Hey, Laura, can you just work on this? I know you're not really up and running till September, but Hey, can you do this? This is great. I have business coming in and I don't even need to do anything and I'm going to be racing. I mean, I made a financial business plan that Lord, if I could have that right now, we'd Mm -hmm. be swimming in gold. But (laughs) The reality was September hits, doors are open, website is live and there's crickets. Yeah. That's the worst feeling. (laughs) How did you get through that? How did you work through the crickets? Well, I listened to my brain talk to me at night saying, who do you think you are? Maybe you should pack it in. What the heck did you do? And then I would talk back to my brain and say, okay, before we pack it in, who have we even told that we have a business? (laughs) Because I I had done no marketing. I just assumed because I had a website that people would be pouring in. So I started reaching out to individuals uh, that I knew through LinkedIn, through just, I, I went through my Facebook feed and said, hey, they might know somebody who might need our services. And lo and behold, one of those hit. And that was the first project outside of the immediate friends and family that kind of gained some traction. And then a lot of our business had just come from word of mouth. It's And it's random. It is so random that it's mm-hmm. it's sometimes hard to put your finger on it. I went to a luncheon to learn about sales through our Chamber of Commerce, sat beside a young lady who was interested in HR and worked for a not in the field and said, Hey, can I just get your card so we can chat sometimes? Absolutely. Because at this time I had so much time on my hands. And (laughs) she gave my card to another lady who's been a client for two years now. And it was, we never had that lunchtime chat, but the client has been fantastic. So it really comes with building those relationships and really having that energy exchange with people. Yeah, I love what you're saying there. I remember when my very first website was built was when I had the parenting blog over 12 years ago. And I remember the day it switched live and my heart was beating (laughs) and I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. And I went out for a walk. And I remember thinking everybody was looking at me because they'd seen my website. <laughs> like It was such a delusional, naive sort of take on it. But what you're saying is so critical. And I think it applies no matter what stage of business you're at. I got to have that energy exchange and connect with and mm-hmm. build a relationship with another person. Yeah. And so we often go to networking events and I don't know many people who are like, yes, networking events. That is my jam. Uh, <laughs> but it was one of those things that is, is been very important in our business because a lot of times when you think HR consultant, you think, oh, someone's going to come and hit me over the head with a rule book. Tell me what I've done wrong in this business. That's my baby that I've cared for three, four, five years. And that's not the person you want to have on your team. You want to have the person on your team that, hey, you might not have an HR question, but hey, I want to talk to them anyways, because they're a great individual and we connect. And I found the more that we've been able to speak with people and they get to learn who we are, that we're not coming to give you this pie in the sky about what you need to do for the next 17 years in your business. We're here to help you today. Like, what do you need today? And a lot of times you don't need a recruitment plan for the next five years. You need an executive assistant yesterday. So how can we help you get that done as quickly as possible? So yeah, those networking events have been really helpful despite the fact that, you know, they can be stomach churning at sometimes walking into a room full of people you don't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's not my <laughs> strength, but I do it anyway. And my goal is always just to have one good conversation yes. with someone. Yes. And, you know, I was telling the story this morning, like I'm actually by, by, I'm a very shy person. I'm, I'm not an overly social person. Uh, I can be quite awkward in social situations because I don't really like small talk. And I just, I look and find that person in the room and just have this massive heart to heart. And then I have this feeling of, okay, I'm good. I can leave now. <laughs> Heart to hearts have always led somewhere. And, you know, so I think whether you go to meet five people, 10 people, get a hundred or whatever your goal is, getting out there and connecting with others is so powerful. How have you been networking since COVID hit? So some of the organizations that we're a part of do those virtual networking, which again, I don't have to leave my house, but it still takes me just as much effort to show up to those as it does, you know, the ones where I get to hold a glass of wine in my hand. Right. Well, I guess I could, but it's seven, usually 7 a.m. networking and people yeah, judge you for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can raise a couple eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've, we've attended some of those. It has been a challenge because in our industry and in, in our business, we love connecting. Mm-hmm. And so connecting over virtual is something that we've had to just swallow and go forward with. So doing a lot more Zoom calls with our clients versus phone calls and just mm-hmm. trying to make sure that we can look at people in the eyeballs because that's where I find that we can really be helpful as opposed to just being a 1-800 number to call if you need an answer. Yeah, yeah. So you have experienced pretty massive growth over the last three years. You've gone from zero to hero. You've got a team of a couple people now working in different departments mm-hmm. within your company. There's no shortage of demand for your services. You talked a little bit at the beginning about the the voice in your head, about when you laughed and it was saying, what have you done? Who am I to be doing this? And you talked back at that voice. Tell me what some of the strategies that you've used and how you've made it through those different sort of spikes in your growth, new level, new devil, every growth level opens up a whole new can of worms. How do you take care of yourself? How do you work through those new levels in your business? I always laugh because I say the first hire I ever made, I'm the HR person who's scared to hire, you know, that the cobbler's Mm -hmm. children have no shoes. Mm -hmm. And it took me a lot. And I've done, I want to say over a thousand interviews probably in my career. Yet, I screwed up my very first hire. Like how, mm-hmm. how is that a thing that, you know, that despite the fact that I've done so many of these, the first time I hired somebody, it was a total flop. So I think it takes a little bit of just looking yourself in the mirror and, and saying, yep, that happened. Yeah. And moving forward. And I'll be honest with you. And I think we had the conversation the day that I told you what had happened about this first hire. And I was out on a limb with no branches left. And you said, this will be the best learning opportunity in your life. And it has been the number one thing that has really helped us in in our teachings and our masterclasses in how we talk to people about value and hiring. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to screw up. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to make bad choices. And hopefully we can mitigate the risk as much as possible. But we all are going to come out stronger on the other side. Yeah. When I look at your growth, and I, it's been an honor to be alongside you on the journey. But I think one of the things I admire about you is you're not afraid to fail. You're okay trying it and and not having that whatever it is work. And I think that is 
it has to be an integral part of what we bring to our business in that not everything we put out is going to work. But within there, there is that learning. And it doesn't mean that we can't hire again. You have one bad hire doesn't mean you don't hire again. It means you got to hire differently. Yeah, And we've hit the jackpot since then. So I, I, I learned my lesson. And I always talk about it with our clients too, because we love when we interview for people in our business, mm-hmm. we love that gut check. Like mm-hmm. we know it in our gut that this person's the right hire. And for me, that's exactly what it was. I love connecting with people. So I was on mm-hmm. the phone with this lady and she was, and we connected on hobbies. We connected on family. We, everything was in sync. And I made the number one mistake of HR and hiring is I threw out my interview guide. I didn't ask mm-hmm. any questions about the actual work because we connected so well. And she's an amazing individual. Incredible. I'd still go for a glass of wine with her. By the end of the day, she didn't actually know how to do the work. And you know whose fault that was? That was me because I didn't ask her about any of those questions. Right. And it has been the cornerstone of how we teach recruitment and what we talk about in recruitment because your gut is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And when you can align your gut with hard facts, that decision is going to be rock solid. But if you're just going with your gut, there's always that chance that it might go off track. But when you put those facts of, you know, you've got that interview guide, you've asked the questions you needed to ask, and you can move forward with confidence, you're going to find those dream team members that really make a difference in your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have been some of the pivotal, most powerful decisions that you've made over the last couple of years that have really fueled your growth? So when I hired our, our first team member, there was a huge learning opportunity for me to give up the small things because I was really used to organizing my life and multitasking on mass. And all of a sudden I was giving up the small emails and giving up the small tasks. And I had a really difficult time of letting go. And so at one point I just had to decide like this, this is how it's going to be. And it was actually COVID when it was one of those really big turning points where I had two small children at home and my time was very limited from the business perspective. And those little tasks, which should take five minutes or t- 10 minutes were starting to pile up. So giving over the, the small tasks to my team members started literally changing how we operated as a business. Right. Because I was no longer multitasking the small things that are a big deal, but also take up all that real estate in your brain Mm -hmm. for not being able to look at the big things. Mm -hmm. So when I was able to give up the small things, the small tasks, I was able to start looking at big picture strategy for the business. What were some of those small things you gave away? Responding to emails that I wasn't needing to respond to. Like they needed a response, but they didn't need my response. Or crafting uh, an employee letter that would take me one minute to explain and then give it to one of my team members, who in all honesty is such a detail-oriented person, does things better than I do anyways. And she ran with it. And I started looking at that. Why have I held on to this for three or four months? Why didn't I take this opportunity way back when to be able to really blossom in other areas of the organization? So a lot of those small things that I think, well, it just takes five minutes. It just takes five minutes were the things that I started giving up and saying, this is a beautiful thing. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. So just to close us out here, go back to the day you said, yes, I'm going to start this business. Yeah. What is the one piece of advice you would give to her? You will never feel ready for any step. There's never going to be that perfect, 
Yes, we're ready. Now's the time to launch. Oh, yes, we're ready. Now we can hire. There's always going to be a, a feeling of jumping off the edge and wondering what's underneath. And if you wait for everything to align, the stars to align, and most importantly, if you wait for yourself to feel ready, you're never going to do it. I love that. Oh, and that's so true. Laura, I know that people are going to want to connect with you, learn more from you, work with you. How can they find you? Yeah. So our website is essentialhr.ca. And I actually have a a special download for your listeners. All about some of our favorite interview questions. And Uh don't do what I do. Don't throw it out the window. Make sure you (laughs) use the guide. It can be found at essentialhr.ca slash road to seven. Oh, perfect. Thank you. And we'll put the links down in the show notes below. Laura, thank you. Thank you for sharing your journey. I think there's so much learning in those pivotal moments and the decisions that you made and also the mistakes that you shared so that you could just get better at what you're doing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.